help you through, uh, with it, with uh, you know advice. Hopefully, our advice will be sober and and help you. Um, but you know, it is an interactive process. So, you know, try to tell us what you, what's going on with you, and if you feel like you know you're yeah. being more stressed out by us, certainly let us know. That's that's not the plan. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know exactly where to start. I know that I, I put some numbers down. Uh, I I shared them with Matt. Um, or if, as for a daily, like a daily expense, um, I wasn't able to do that. I thought I wanted to leave it to today, but so much stuff happened that I didn't get it done. But I do have numbers. Okay, and I cool. do have a sense of what I do spend. Okay, maybe uh, one thing. Since I, you know, is it fair to say I might know you better than Matt, or you know, in your work life, or? Yeah, it's fair to say I, I've. I mean, only in the sense that we speak almost every day. <laughs> I, I know we don't speak about much anything of meaning, but you know, I, well, we talk we talk a lot of S S S stuff, and we talk uh, photography stuff. You know, right, right. So the reason why I mention that is maybe just bring Matt up to speed about what you're, you know, and, and me too, and, and yourself about what you're doing and what you'd like to do and, and what the pressures are. Yeah, and we, that was my main um, comment in the beginning. You know, normally what happens is we bring to the meeting two to three pressures, and just to identify those. And you might only have one. I don't know, but it's always good to just identify that in the beginning. So as we're seeing things and we go over some numbers or go over whatever you need to show us or want to show us that we can kind of frame our answers and our thoughts around what those pressures are immediately, as opposed to waiting to the end of the meeting and be like, oh, by the way, I have a really problem, you know, big problem with this. <laughs> it's right. always like the goal of this pressure relief group meeting is to uh, try to get you pointed and taking the next step on whatever those pressures are. Yeah, well, I feel like the pressures um, are like directly like well just to bring you guys obviously know that i i just i just uh finished like a a program in photography um and i i graduated but i still have like two classes that aren't photography so i'm still doing that like they're like um they call them uh you know these like um like i have to take like a geography class and then like a a humanities class to like get the actual diploma, but I finished all the photography stuff and, and, and the pressures is of like, will I be successful at, uh, at becoming a, a professional photographer? Um, and I guess also pressures are that stem from that are what steps am I taking on a daily basis or actions, uh, that I need to do to, to get towards that goal. I think I've done a, a bit of the work, uh, I was, I'm always open to a lot of suggestions to, you know, do more work on that, you know, cause I think there's a lot more work and, uh, I have been putting out my name out there, CVs. I've been working with, uh, with, uh, with one of my teachers who's been paying me for my time. Um, and I've been, as I said, I've been sending out resumes and, uh, job applications. Um, so that's, that's, that's the gist of it, you know, um, I've been working at Uber to try to like maintain, uh, you know, some income coming in and that's been all right. Um, so yeah, that's, that's where I am, like in terms of, you know, uh, productivity and, you know, making money. So, maybe so one way to, I'm sorry, go ahead, man. 
my question on the pressure number two was it how do I become a professional photographer or is it how do I survive in the meantime while I'm trying to be, become a photographer professionally like as as in terms of B jobs and things like that? Is it how do I – which help me identify that that second yeah, pressure. Yeah. One is, is becoming a full-time uh, – fully full-time employed at, at making money from photography. And, uh, the second one is, well, I guess it's like part of that, but it's like kind of like going out there and putting out like, you know, putting out my name or like, you know, applying to jobs or structuring my day around how to like, you know, make, make the money, but also like, 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 uh, structure my day and working, which I do at night, but how do I, during the day, how do I get to like, you know, do those, those actions that will lead me to get a job in photography or the jobs in photography on a regular basis. So I can become, you know, stable at doing that day in, day out. So I don't really have to necessarily rely on the B job. Um, but I mean, that would take time. I don't mind doing the B job, uh, on evenings or, or, or even weekends to make like some supplemental income as well. Cause I actually, actually like driving Uber. It's kind of fun, but you know, I took a three year program to, uh, to become, to become a photographer. So that's what, that's what I want to do. You know, and I want to specialize in like, I, I really don't know where I want to specialize, but I, I know that I, I need to make money in it. In it. And I know that, that sounds kind of like, I don't know what it sounds like. If it sounds like I'm just in the business to make money, but the fact of the matter is that we have to make a living somehow, you know. And uh, that's 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 the pressure, you know. So like I can make a living doing Uber. I could make a living doing other things, but I just know that I won't be happy, you know, and I'll be miserable. Like if I don't do it uh, in something that I like to do. So I don't know if that explains. By the way, you said, just to pick up on what you said, you said you enjoy Uber. Yeah, I do. So maybe that's a good place for you to be. Well, I mean, I, I do enjoy it, but I like I enjoy it to a certain extent where I could do it like a few hours a night. But if I did it a few that's hours okay. a night, I wouldn't be able to live off that. I'd have to do like Uber 12 hours a day, right? Um, five, maybe six to seven days a week, you know, to like to yeah. live off it. So the other, maybe one way to approach this is rather than speak just, you know, in generically, like, you know, in general, mm. to give us concrete examples, like what's going on right now, like what, what, what exists and what are you doing and like what happened today, you know, what, what happened from eight o'clock on, just could this week you have an idea and then maybe we could, you know, help yeah. you with something specific. Uh, well, I woke up, I, um... I've been working on this, uh, like sending out applications through a website indeed. And, uh, I had a interview on, on Friday for, um, for, for, for an assistant photographer position at, uh, this company, Susie, Susie Shear. It's like a woman's clothing brand. And, um, the, the human resources person, they, they, they liked me and they, they passed me on to talk to the, to the main photographer. So I had a second interview with him and I feel that went well. And, um, now I'm just waiting to see, uh, if, if they're going to hire me and that would be like a nine to five job. Uh, but that's not, that hasn't happened yet. 
So that's something I'm waiting on. Uh, but that won't stop me tomorrow from like doing applications. And I'm kind of working. And also I had, um, so, so my teacher, the photographer, he passed me on a, a contract, which he couldn't do uh, for a company that wanted uh, headshots. So I had an interview today on, on, on Zoom with, uh, with the HR lady of that department. And we went over the details and uh, she's supposed to get back to me on how many, how many people they want, uh, want to get headshots. And also they're having like a, like a Christmas party thing where they want me to do the, that event for them where nice. they're going to get awards and stuff. So uh, yeah, I'm working on that. And uh, I also got, um, my teacher referred me somebody from McGill. They want me to do an event where the, where the dean of the university uh, gives some awards. So that, that, that one's set. And this happened like in the last like three, four days. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. But it's, it's, you know, the fear is like, well, that's great stuff, you know, but what about the rest of the time, you know? It's like this, this I want this to be like consistent and, you know, uh, every week. And I know that, I know that might take a while, but I want to like take the right actions towards going to that direction to build that up. Um, I don't know if it, you know, I don't know how things are going to be for me in a, in a, in a nine to five job, you know, doing the same thing over and over and over. Um, I know what's, what's the nine to five job that you're talking about. Uh, the assistant photographer. Uh, this is the one you mentioned to me today. Yeah. yeah. Is that the same as the Susie Shear? Yeah. Yeah. That is the Susie Shear. Oh, okay. Okay. The fashion. <clears throat> yeah, it's kind of women's clothing, you know, like not, yeah, it's a little fashion. But it would be a good, it would be a good, um, it would be good, something good on a resume, I feel. I think that it would be like, if I could stay there for, for a while, it's something I could, I could learn. Well, it's always, a, it's also a, a paycheck. Yeah, it is a paycheck. Yeah, for sure. And, and what I was talking about doing those, you know, like being an independent photographer, where you get like, you don't work for anybody, but you're kind of like getting contracts here and there. Maybe I need to take this route as, as you know, something that's a steady paycheck and then just work my way up to it eventually. But I don't know if that'll interfere with, uh, with those things. You, you know, do you understand what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, the full-time job you're saying might not allow you to do the, some of the freelance stuff because it'll overlap. Yeah, exactly. So one thing, um, well, it, it's exciting that you're exploring that. I think that's a great opportunity in it. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, but at least you're getting exposure and seeing other types of business. Peter, have you seen the list of things that he was willing to photograph and the list of things he doesn't want to photograph? Have you seen that list? That was a little list. No, did, did you mention that there was a list? Well, we went over that one time. Uh, Matt asked me uh, to, to write a list for him when I start, first started working with him. Oh, okay. Uh, for things that I that I like to photograph. And, Is but, Matt your sponsor? I, hmm? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought I mentioned that. I think you did, but... I just asked him to... one Saturday to, to like, draw... 
draw a line down the middle of a piece of paper and write on the left like what he really likes to photograph and then what he doesn't okay. want to photograph. So, so excuse my ignorance because you know when I was saying, well, you know, I probably know more than Matt. Matt probably knows more than me. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to say anything, no. Peter. I, I wasn't going to say anything. You can have that. But by the by the way, I I wasn't um, you know I was assuming like Matt knew nothing. <laughs> oh, but. No. Um, <laughs> But I'm mistaken. I told him about the interview, right? I sent you a message. Yeah, and I, 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 I didn't get back to you, and I apologize about that. I knew we were going to be on so, tonight. So I haven't seen the list about what you don't like to photograph. So let me read it real quick. Oh, this might include. Yeah. I've got it right here. Could I run down it? Is that okay with you, Phil? Yeah. Uh, so dues. These are things that he he does want to photograph. Portraits of families, animals, engagements, weddings, all types of events, sports, documentary, vid videos, fashion, anything with people, promos for businesses, social media videos, short movies, uh, video editor or a retoucher. No, not related to not related to photography. He, he said he's willing to do Uber, dog walking, a cleaner, can collector, LOL, uh, assistant photographer, and uh, no, I don't know how you say that, a Bordeaux. No what? Uh... Like risque photos. Oh, boudoir. Boudoir, thank you. Yeah, that's not a word I say every day. Uh, and then on the right side of the page, the things that he does not want to do, he does not want to photograph still life. He does not want to photograph food photography, product photography, um, cars. You know, he doesn't want to do jobs in customer service, sales, or anything that's working someone else that would make them rich. I had a question about that last line. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't understand it yeah. either. I, I, I don't Just working for somebody else, I guess, you know? So I guess, you know. So Is there a resentment there? You know what I mean. <laughs> Probably, so, yeah. So what is, the, uh, what is the resistance to all the things you don't want to do? Why, why don't you want to do those things? I don't know. I guess I, I've maybe uh, for them, you know, anymore. You're breaking up a little bit. Say it again. Or like I've done some of those, and I think I've already like. So you're breaking up. Just, just, just say the sentence again. Yeah. So the question that you asked me was yeah. why the things I don't want to do. Could you guys yeah. hear me? Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, I, I guess I just want to... Matt recommended maybe cutting your video. Uh, is that better? Much better. Perfect. Okay, so I guess Let's I don't want to... Let's get to look at the beautiful picture. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so, yeah, I guess I've already tried some of those things, and I don't think I've been... I'm very passionate about them. Although there is... There, you know, I mean, this this jo new job might entail some of that, taking pictures of, of products. Um, 
And uh, for customer service and sales, I've already done that kind of that kind of work, you know, before. And I just don't want to continue it. And I, you know, I kind of like have a, sh- I guess, a short fuse sometimes for customers, you know, um, which I which I need to like work on because you know you know in photography there's customers as well, right? So there's customers all over the place. So. Matt, you're on mute. So, uh, not to jump around here, but where do your numbers look? Like, are you are you really struggling to pay rent? You know, are how are you as far as at the end of the month having money left over um, in a general yeah. way? Or, or if you want to show your screen, you know, we can do that now or try to do that now. I'm just curious. I don't want to jump off of off of this too quick, um, but I also want to make sure that we address spe- specific numbers if there's issues with making the ends meet at the end of the month. Yeah, well, the thing about that was that, um, like, I was on student loans for, for, for a while, and those ended in September. In, no, they ended in May. But I, I had saved a lot during the last three years because I, I, I had a job... <clears throat> and uh, I I saved on top of my student loans, uh, so I kind of been like like taking out of that to pay the rent, and um, and, and now since I'm working, I'm I'm paying the rent with with whatever I'm, I'm working with Uber, but I don't have really big expenses. My rent isn't like crazy, and uh, you know I I pay my internet, cell phone, and and uh, electric electricity bill um but yeah so it's not it's not i'm not like struggling you know and and i do get support from my mom she brings me like food a lot so i'm i'm kind of lucky like that because she lives like a couple blocks away uh i know that won't last forever but you know what i mean i'm just like yeah i'm i'm fine i'm not i'm not struggling i don't miss my rent i pay it on time and uh as for spending, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't spend on much. Like I haven't even like, like, like out of my savings, I wanted to buy like photo equipment, but I was like, well, I'm not working and I'm not getting those jobs. So when, when a job does come up, I'll, I'll rent the equipment instead of buying it. So I don't know if that answers part of your question or added to your question at the end there. Is there a way that, uh, well, Matt, if you want to answer it, he asked you, not me, but what what would answer the question, I think, in more detail is, and, and, you know, if this is ready and and perhaps it's not, so don't worry about it, but is there a way to share your screen and and look at the numbers so we can, we can look at them all three of us? Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. I'm going to open that up right now. That'd be great. Do do you guys hear me now? Uh, Perfectly. Okay. I had it here. Uh, Wait. Second. Okay, share. There we go. All right. There we go. So where do you, where did you guys want me to go? You hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. You know, Matt's the uh, Matt's the numbers guru, so I'm almost tempted to allow him to take over. But you know, the one thing that I see is is that's missing in this 
is just a, a daily listing of your expenses. Well, yeah, yeah, let's just start here. This is perfect as far as a a starting point. You know, this is the personal financial statement. And and this answers that question that we were talking about a minute ago. Um, You you know, there was a question of, in my mind, okay, well, if if you pay rent out of savings, how much left, you know, how much is left in in, in the rent? I mean, how much is left in the savings? Um, Uh And kind of balancing it out because like whatever's coming in is getting paid for the rent so so scroll over scroll over a little bit to the right okay so this bank here that you're checking is it zero well i didn't have it i didn't change it but right now i have like three hundred dollars right now okay and rent is due next week, and I'm getting like 700 from Uber tomorrow. And rent is rent is only 620, 630. So, so let's say I like yeah. So I have that 300 plus that 700. I'll have I'll have a thousand dollars tomorrow. Okay. And 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 um, rent is due on the first, so minus 620. So I have about 400 and. Does that make sense? Three, uh, $370. Okay. Right? So, um, that sounds great. That's not savings, right? That's your checking account. Is that is that the same as your savings account or is that? No, no, my savings account uh, over here, which is, where, where, did, where did I put it? Where's the savings? Oh, the, uh, yeah, cash, savings. Okay. So, you're you, you have six thousand in cash at the house. Yeah, which I'm which I'm scared to get robbed. Wow, wow, <laughs> it's a lot, man. You think so? Yeah, you got to get you a little just a check, just a uh, just like your checking account. Just go to the same bank and say, hey, I need a savings account. Okay. And uh, I would put you know five thousand at least of that in there. Nothing wrong with keeping $1,000 for an emergency fund at at the house in cash hidden somewhere. That's what we do. do. Um, But that's like your prudent reserve, and you don't need to keep six grand in the prudent reserve. I mean, what if the house catches on fire or you get get robbed or whatever? Dementia, you can't find it. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that could happen to that money. But that's impressive. That, that's good that you've got six grand. So that's that's your start of your prudent reserve, I, I think. Well, that was like three years, you know. I mean, I I don't have many expenses, you know. Like as I said, I I I get a lot of food for free, <laughs> and uh, you know I don't drink. I don't I don't uh, I'm not like one of those people that shops uh, and buys like expensive clothing. I go to like the um, like those, those, uh, you know, those places, uh, secondhand stores. I don't, I don't mind those, that kind of clothes, you know, sometimes I'll buy a nice shirt, you know, cause I, cause a shirt is a shirt, you know, you need one, but. So the $2,500, I think I saw that as a credit card. Is that, is that a credit yeah. card? Okay. So that's going to be a liability. And, uh, so, so what you need to do is go over to this schedule B area and move it let me show you where you move it to. See Schedule H right there where it says Notes Payable? 
over to the right. It says here. No. Well, that Here's that right. that needs to go over there. That twenty five hundred dollar credit card needs yeah, to yeah. go under Schedule H. That's where credit cards go. Okay, so I gotta go where here. Yep, and just put Visa. Okay. And then get tab over to uh, keep going over. What, what you, you got to move over a little bit more. One more column to the right. Here. No, keep going, keep going, keep going. One more time. There you go. Balance due. To it, whatever the balance is. Yeah. So yeah, it's about twenty five hundred. Okay. That's a start. So hit enter. Okay. So now go back and delete that uh, under Schedule B. Schedule. So I, I wouldn't touch it. Here. I wouldn't touch it right there unless you manually put that in. That should be pulling from this formula here under Schedule B. So do you see column, a, uh, column K, row 20? Yeah, I'm not great at the... It's on the very top of the letters. Yeah, all right, so, so follow that down right there where you wrote in. Sorry, go ahead. Well, I think we just got free minutes, which is good. Okay. Zoom. <laughs> uh, right there where you said credit card visa, that needs to be deleted. So what this is, let me explain this. So this is this is receivables, okay? So this is when somebody owes you money. Okay. So if you have a client that owes you money, this is accounts receivables is like you've got a client that you did $700 for, and they owe you money, that's that's an asset. So that goes under accounts receivable. Sure. Everything basically in this area right here with the cash in the bank and the accounts and loans receivable, you know, loans receivable is just like accounts receivable. A loan receivable is when you loan $100 to a friend, that's a loan receivable. You're gonna receive money back, okay? Where we just put the money, the $2,500 over there to the right where we just put it, all of those things are liabilities, okay? Scroll over to the right. Here. Yep. So this right here and the whole section above it, all of that and all of the, all of that is, is notes payable. Notes payable to others and notes payable to banks and unsecured, secured. So this is where if you had a car loan... It would go up here under um, notes secured, you know, up toward the top. Mm -hmm. Fair market value for the car. Uh, those are like secured and, and unsecured things for like banks or the IRS or taxes. All that goes under Schedule G. That um, The notes payable to others and you know, that's where credit cards get listed. Okay. All right. So... And the reason why we do that is because all of these things we're, that we're in right now, all of those things are going to be populated over here under liabilities and the, the, the cash in your bank account, which, by the way, that reminds me, we need to add the $6,000. So go over here under this $1,000 right there where it says account balance. So right underneath that, just put 6000 under it. Nope. Uh, left one cell. Left, yep, right there. Put six six thousand. 
Yeah. And then you could just go under name and location of bank. Just put cash in house right there. Yep. Or cash in apartment, whatever you want to put. Yeah, there you go. I like the name of that bank, Desjardins. The Garden. <laughs> yes, the Garden. So, let's go back. To, uh, go back over to the left, please. <coughs> mm -hmm. The automobile, thirty-two hundred bucks. Is that the value of your car? Well, that's the that's that's what the guy was going to sell it to to me for, but he sold it to me for twenty-five hundred. Okay, so that's good. So you you've got it paid off, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. So that's an asset, thirty two hundred bucks. Camera equipment fifty six seventy five. Yeah, great. Except the fifty six seventy five is the is what you paid for it, right? Yeah, I took a little bit off. Okay. Don't have the exact. Like I took off, like the camera was like thirty five hundred, and I put three thousand. So what what you want to just keep in mind is this is what Peter's getting at is it's important to not um, be delusional and and think that we list what we paid for it here. You know, like even with the car, I've got my Tahoe at like seven thousand dollars, and then the next month it's at like sixty nine hundred. Next month it's like sixty eight hundred because they're depreciating, and what you want to do is this: the personal financial statement. The whole point of it is it's like a snapshot. It's like a snapshot in time to say that on this date. See right here where it says statement date. Where? See it says like row twelve. If you follow that across, it says statement date. Up. Here? Yep, down. Yeah. Statement date. The whole point of this is to have a snapshot of time. So you could say today on November 22nd, this is what my net worth was. This is what my assets and liabilities are. So you really want to be accurate when it comes to automobile in that if you were to sell it today, is it worth more like 2500 or is it more worth more, you know, and, and I'm yeah. not trying to pick it, you know, pick at needles here and split ends, but it's just something to be aware of when it comes yeah. to camera equipment. We don't want to put a really high number if we were trying to sell it today. It's really only worth two grand. Yeah. But. Well, well, it depends on what kind of camera equipment. I think it some of it tends to hold its value longer. I think Peter would agree with some of that. Like, depends on. What equipment, right? I mean, well, it's no different than a car. I mean, cars depreciate. You know, BMW doesn't appreciate as much as a Ford Fusion. You know, on and on. And uh, you know, the the thing with cars, I, I know, you know, I haven't owned a car in many, many years. But uh, when I used to own a lot of them, I mean, I owned sequentially. There was something called, and I assume it still exists, called a blue book. Is that you know about the blue book? Kelly, the blue book. Kelly, was Kelly, the blue book. Yeah, that was the established value. That was kind of a starting point on what the car is worth. You know, that was all negotiable, but that was at least some kind of marker. There's no such marker in camera equipment. Yeah. The only real market is what the market will bear, and the market bears different things all the time. 
And if you really want to find out, which, you know, probably isn't even worth it, but, you know, you can just call your local camera store and bring in the equipment and say, what would you give, you know, what, what is it worth? And they're probably going to give you like at least half of what it's worth or less, you know, and that, in which case you'd probably go on eBay and you can also easily look on eBay and see what it's going for. You know, what's a good camera, you know, something in good shape, like your camera going for and then you find it easily. So, so yeah, go ahead. Well, this is great. You're on the right track. What, what other debts do you have? Do you have student loans? Do you have anything major that we need to talk about? Yeah, student loan is, is pretty high. I didn't put it on here. So sc yeah. scroll over to the right, all the way over to the, where it says right there, Schedule G at the top. So that, that would be a bank. So okay. right there. So, yeah. under, so I, need to put, I need to put that in there. Yeah. We need to put it right there under R5. R5. Pay payable to here yep and then right there where it says balance due if you know how much or if you're paying a monthly payment you can put both of those in there it hasn't started yet the monthly payments but it will start soon I just a small technical detail it looks like you put the strike when you're on student loan it's got a line through it why uh, you can probably just try it again, but uh, once you do it, we'll we'll deal with that in just a second. Okay. Uh, type it uh, uh, Type it in, and I'll show you how to fix it. Okay. You gotta just format it. So highlight it, mm -hmm. and then right click. Okay, and then what? Uh, font, maybe. Yeah. Hold on. Yep. Underline. No, 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 no. No. Styles. Go to. Maybe maybe transformations. I'm not sure what that is. By the way, are you on a Mac or a PC? Mac. Okay, so. Yeah, it's a little different than mine, but. It's a little. I'll tell you in a second. I'll just look it up. Okay. Um, okay. I'll. Uh... So you can, we'll, we'll come back to that. Do you know how much, yeah. um, you, you know how much you owe, roughly? Yeah, a lot. <laughs> uh, 50? I, I owe like 15,000. Okay. By the way, if you want to go back to the, uh, it's command shift X. Cool. Sorry, am I, how do I show you my screen? Do you guys still see the numbers? No. No, yeah, we do. So just okay. highlight it and do Command Shift X, and you'll be good. You should be good. Oh, nice. Yeah. Thank you. Not at all. I went back. Huh? Which what is bizarre is why it started to begin with. I guess we'll try to figure out. Okay, so yeah. Highlight it, and we'll go up here to format. It's not letting you. You know what? I'll put how to how to uh, strike through on Google Docs, which is what you're in, or 
Sheets. Google Sheets. Google Sheets. Okay, hold on one second. So if you know it's 15 grand, let's put 15 grand under balance due. Not not original cost under balance due. There you go. All right. Now we're in business. What else? Okay. Do oh, I'm sorry. Whenever you want to go back, just let me know. Go ahead. Do it. Okay. It says uh, select the text in the Google Doc you want to strike through. So it's already struck. And then select format in the menu and then select text. What is it? It always on, on okay, format? Text. But it, it, it goes off. Okay, format? Text? Yeah. Strike through. There you go. Good oh, job. Cool. Okay. Thanks. Not at all. All right, so who else do you owe money to? Uh, Besides Visa. That's it. that's it. Visa and student loans. Okay, great. Yeah. So scroll back to the left, all the way to the net worth area. Okay, so what we need to do, go right here to J17. See J17? Uh, right there. Yep, and hit, hit equals. Equals. Yeah. I don't know why there's a... Why don't you delete all that? Yeah, they, okay. So now go over and grab that uh, $15,000 total number. So, so just Sorry, do I still press equals? Yeah, equals, yep. Because you're going to put a little formula there. And then grab that one. No, 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 down. Grab that one. Down, 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 down. That one. Yes. Enter. Enter? Or Yeah. Okay, what else? Uh, I'm really bad at that. So. That looks like you're doing it well. So what do I do now? Um, I think that's it. Okay, but it didn't go here, did it? It didn't go. Yeah, no. Let me go... Uh, can I make a small suggestion? Yeah. I'm probably the least technical of everybody, but one thing that just somehow works sometimes when, you know, uh, you guys probably know this already, is just to save it and quit the program and reopen it. Something seems a little funky. Like the command shift X didn't work. All these things that are supposed to be working aren't working. So what do I do? Well, maybe Matt can confirm if you think that's a good idea. Yeah, I, I'm actually looking at it on my screen right now, too, to see, okay. see what's going on. Can you access what you already yeah. have, what Phil has? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, just hang tight. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Should, okay. should be able to do it. All right, you're, you're in business. What did you do? I don't know. I just hit enter, and I hit equals I'm and grabbed over here, the, the 15,000 number, and it made it work. Okay. So now we're a little more accurate. So can you see on your spreadsheet, the net worth is negative 26, 25, okay? 
So that's, we've got the assets being the 6,000 cash, car being 3,000, camera equipment, all that adds up to, yep, 14,000. And then we've got the student loans of 15 and the credit card of 2,500. That comes to 1750. Yeah, so that's good. So what I like to do, okay, this is just my little thing, is I like to put a flag in the ground and say, okay, on November 22nd, 2021, my net worth was a negative $2,625. And I like to write that in my journal. And, and it's kind of a way of saying, I'm going to make this go up and I'm going to get out of the negative. Um, but this is great progress, man. This is awesome. And the only thing I would recommend you do from a clarity standpoint would be to, you know, is it really 15,000 or is it 400 and I'll be 14,680, you know, try to get really honed in on what that number is. And and also with the credit card, is it exactly 2,500 or is it actually 2,637? Um, and, And you can do that later, but the goal would be to try to try to get that exactly to what it is so that so that you're clear and not vague about it that's the goal and also in terms of paying this off how do you guys uh sorry were you gonna say something that well i think uh what's okay what's cool about this too is you'll find things around the house or as you start to do things you might do like what I do and start to think about, okay, well, like, for example, my wife was just like over the weekend, we've got some China, you know, that could really be listed on our assets because it's a, it's over a thousand bucks. It's a couple thousand dollars in China. And I was like, well, that would help our net worth. If I put that on the assets, you know, you start to notice things around the house and you might be like, oh, well, that's actually worth some, some, some good money. Let me put that on here. Um, just a thought. Yeah. You, you mentioned trying to pay down some of the debt. Um, I would definitely focus on the credit card. Um, are you still using the credit card? Is it still open or? Uh, yeah, it's still open. Honestly, it's not mine to tell you the truth. It's my mom's. So I, I'd like to pay it off. I'm paying her like, you know, like a hundred a month there, but I think that's not touching much. Um, I like to pay it off as soon as possible, you know? Okay. So this is, uh, go ahead, Peter. No, I was just going to say one, one of the, I mean, we may be running out of time soon, but one yeah. of the great things about the PRGs and, and you know, what we're starting to do, which I agree with Matt is great is to, to look at the, the numbers where they exist and then create a plan by which you can pay it off. You know, that makes sense in terms of, you still living a life that's that's uh, you know you know there's a lot of self care involved. There's a lot of respect for how you live and yeah. see, see what's possible based on the numbers. You know one one thing that that's often said in DA and is one of the principles of DA is one of the promises of DA certainly is is clarity over vagueness because our disease lives in vagueness. You know if I can be vague, I can prevent. You know I can avoid getting clear about what what is painful. I don't want to go near there. And, and so I, my tendency is to live in vagueness. 
But when I live in less vagueness, I become more clear and I can begin to act in ways that are more in line with how I'd like to live or how I say I'd like to live. Does that, does that make sense at all? It resonate or? Yeah. I like that. Like, like the credit card, my mom doesn't use it. So all the expenses on there were basically mine. Um, she kind of said, uh, cause I was using another one. I was asking her a lot and she said, I'll oh, just use this one. I'm taking out one. And, uh, so I want to like, you know, kind of pay it. And, uh, it was just for stuff that you can't buy, you know, like you need to like order online kind of thing. Mm -hmm. If not, I also, yeah. yeah, I also like that Matt's idea about, about putting a flag, flag in the ground and just, you know, becoming really clear about where you are today. You know, today is Monday, November 22nd, and this is where I am. And then you begin to have a point of reference. You know, it's not just sort of like all over the map, like, oh, I, I think I had a lot then. I don't know how much I had. It just becomes yeah. a lot more clear because I know for myself, a lot of times what I think is not, doesn't exactly correspond with reality. And when I say I'm being generous with myself, when I say it doesn't exactly correspond, it's way off. But in my head, I think like, yeah, it was pre it's pretty much on. Uh, so it's just a way to be accountable to myself. I, I would uh, just, so is the credit card in your mom's name? Yeah, yeah. So it's not even doing anything to help your credit per se. It's really just. Um, yeah, exactly. Like I tried <laughs> applying for one, but I, I couldn't get one. I've had bad credit for a while and I don't exactly know what I did, but <laughs> I didn't pay something. Okay. What about, as Matt suggested, the idea of getting a debit card? Have you ever used those you, or tried those? You have a debit card, right? Yeah, I do. Okay. I have a debit card. Right. So I even have a debit card, which is just like where you could add money to it and then you could order stuff. Well, it's tied directly to your bank account. Yeah. So, so it's not a credit card. There's not credit involved, but you can, you know, you can you certainly make payments. You can yeah. make purchases with it. Yeah, but since that I have that, you know, like that saved money, I should maybe start like, you know, maybe just like bring that down now. Like, so just bigger. to be very clear, so go up here to this bank account that you have, uh, go up to the name of the, the, the French name or whatever that is. Desjardins. Desjardins. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that right there where you're getting ready to get paid that thousand dollars, just to be clear, you have a debit card for that, right? Yeah, that that's that's the debit card. Yeah. Okay. And from that, there's also that debit visa card, which is not like an interest. It's an interest-free debit card. It's like for you just to be able to order stuff online, you know. It, it, but it's not a credit card. It's just a debit. It's a debit card. Yeah. Yeah, it's a debit card. Yeah. So, one one little suggestion: when you go to open up this savings account, uh, I would I would recommend that you, that you do it at the same bank. And I would do it so that you can transfer money through, you know, with, with your phone. You can transfer money from savings to your checking account to pay bills and things. The account should be linked, and almost all banks do that. But you I just, just want to make sure it's linked. I want to make sure that you understood that, uh, because like if you're a little short for the rent, you want to be able to move a couple hundred bucks over from savings that mm -hmm. you know that instant and be able to pay that bill and not have to use that credit card ever again. 
what about if I just like put in the six thousand bucks like that? I want the government to be like, hey, where'd you get these? Th- where'd you get this six thousand bucks? The government. I don't know. But eventually, uh, or something. If they, yeah, it's it's just cash. Uh, yeah. it, it's not income. You're not reporting it as income. Hmm. Okay. And also, it's so little money. It's not like six million dollars. Yeah, six thousand dollars. Yeah, if you walked in with more than ten grand in cash, they'd be like, "What drug deal did you just do?" You know. Right. No, seriously. Anything, anything more than ten grand in cash in America, you get flagged. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Well, anything over sixty dollars in Canada, you know that, right? (laughs) Probably. No, but seriously. Uh, I would keep a thousand if it was me and I would go to your bank and just say, I, I would like to start a, a savings account. I've got this cash that I've been holding on to that I've c- collected over many, many years. And uh, it's, I just want to create a savings account. And you, I guess my point was you don't have a debit card for that savings account. You have a debit card for your checking account. Uh, yeah, I think there's a, a savings on there actually but I never used it. I'm, I have to check. So yeah. for, you want to write down a couple of little action items? Yeah, for sure. Uh, or, you know, su- these are just suggestions. Uh, if they don't sound like something you want to do, just let us know and we'll talk about it. But the first one would be to move cash and create a savings account you move the cash into a savings account. Um, so like the, the student loan is with my bank. The same bank? Yeah. It's well, okay. Like, they, they can't just take yeah. it and pay the student loan like that, right? They're not going to swipe the money to pay the student loan. No, no, no. Well, it's, it's, it's a government student loan. Like... Oh. By the way, we don't know that for sure, but it's highly unlikely. Yeah, okay. this is... And you can also ask them. You can ask the bank, you know. Yeah. Is this account protected? Well, something in the United States called FDIC. And I'm sure the Canadian government has some kind of protection for money. Well, they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna contact me soon to set up a payment arrangement for this. Uh, okay. But I wouldn't worry. I wouldn't worry too much about the, you know, the... The, the university being able to go into your bank account and seize money. Right. That's, that would be highly unlikely. Well, the government could. What? Because it's a government... What, what do you mean about government? Why could the government... Well, the government is the one that lent me the money, but it goes through the institution. <clears throat> I see. It would be highly unlikely, but ask. Ask other students or ask the... Well... Ask the university. Okay, so... We're not defunct on the loan right like you haven't not paid it for six months or something and they're coming after you trying no. to i think you mean defaulted yeah no, no, no. And, and you're not like about to get wages garnished or anything i mean it, it's not like you're you've missed a bunch of payments and they've said that you don't owe any money until x month Mark. or March, you said? Yeah, March. Okay, so in March, when they contact you about getting on a payment plan, uh, 
I don't think that they will care at all that you have five grand in in in, the, in a savings account that has nothing to do with the savings plan. Like they're not going to look at that and be like, "Oh, would well, you you should just pay us that right now." <laughs> you know, I mean, you, you're a student. You saved up. The story is real. You know, you, we don't even have to make up a story. You've you've saved this cash for years, and it was in my house, and I want to put it into a bank. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, just to make you feel safe and to be clear and not vague, ask them. Say this isn't going to have any effect on my student loan payment, right? And they'll be like, "Oh no, that's two totally different things." Okay. Uh, you, you, yeah, Peter's right. You're in a different country. You're in Canada. We, I don't know the laws there, so and I don't want to misspeak. But but yeah. but whatever country you're in, and you know wherever you are, it's worth asking. Sure. Just for your own satisfaction. Right. Okay. Because that, and, you know, and asking the question, you may learn about something else you didn't even think about or, or knew about. And okay. uh, just a little um, tip. So my wife and I keep very minimal amount of money in our checking account, like three to 500 bucks. Okay. But we keep several thousand in a savings account. So that when we're in the grocery store, there's like one little, you know, and, and maybe not grocery store, that's not a good example, but if we're going shopping or something, it, it feels different when you have six grand sitting in a checking account, as opposed to got a couple hundred bucks in there that's enough for groceries and you know, the essentials, basically. It, it's like a little buffer between blowing a bunch of money. You know what I mean? So... We just move money over to the checking account as we need it on a, you know, trickle a few hundred bucks here and there, 200, 300 bucks at a time to, to replenish the checking account it, it is all I'm saying. Okay. That's, that's a little tip. So action item, move cash, create savings account. And then get uh, get exact numbers on student loan and, and visa amount owed. Okay. And I know we didn't go over marketing ideas and business development ideas for the, the photography business. Maybe we have to do that on the next one. Um, the the one thing that I was thinking about while you were talking is, and I, I think we might've mentioned this before, but when I had my own business, my somebody told me you have to treat it like an eight hour day or, or a 10 hour day in that if you only have two hours today of actual photography, money-making work, the other six to seven to eight hours needs to be doing business development and marketing, whether that's sending emails or making phone calls or dropping by to try to drum up business, you know, maybe dropping by a, a postcard or a flyer or something that you've created. The The goal there is to not... You know, if you only have two hours of billable work, we shouldn't be just watching TV for the rest of the sixth, right? Like it should be, yeah. if we're not billing, we need to be marketing is the old saying. Yeah. And and I'm happy to help you with that and brainstorm more ideas. 
offline, Thank I guess. You. Yeah, that's awesome. And um, we'll see what happens with this uh, with this interview. Maybe I'll get it. Maybe I won't. It'll be a good start to um, start to make some money, and you know, then working on other stuff. You know, towards the I guess the goal. You know, being independent. Uh, I don't I don't see anything wrong with you know. Yeah, having to like work for somebody else if it's in photography and and learning the business a little bit more. Um, did yeah. uh, did the did the guy get back to you today or not so much? Oh yeah, I, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mention it, uh, but he called me like so. I had no choice but to take the the interview. So I did the interview, and he and he said he liked a lot of things. He 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 said he he's, he liked what I said, and. Um, he wanted me to send him some some still life images, <laughs> and uh, just you have still life images to send, or I had a few. Oh, good. I, I'm not I'm not a big uh, still life um, guy, but I'm sure Peter's got I, some he could let you use. <laughs> yeah, Peter. That's By awesome. the way, keep keep in mind, you know that that I know very little about what's what's the name of the company? Some Shira. Uh, Susie Shear. Well, Susie I don't shop at uh, at that place so much. So, just to keep in mind, you know, you said you don't like to do product stuff, but if, I imagine the job is all product stuff. Yeah, it's all. I mean, but I was thinking, hopefully, products that that would be on people. You know, right. So this is this is this is what I sent them. I mean, I, I don't have much, so I just sent them like some product stuff that I that I do have. You know, and I mean, I'm not. It's not wow stuff, but I mean, for some of the stuff that they have on there, it's it's okay. It all looks very That's Photoshop. Awesome. It is Photoshop. Right. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't look like you shot it. I did shoot it, but we Photoshop. Yeah, but like one portion, right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, well, it all looks very cleaned up. It looks good. Well, well, that's the business these days, right? So do they, do they, did you look at their site and is it? Is it sort of uh, this, this is uh yeah their their site is um yeah i don't know man for slaa stuff i don't know how this is going to work out you know what do you mean because they're women or well you know i mean yeah but it's not like they're selling dildos what do you mean well here hold on <laughs> i gotta wrap it you. up i gotta wrap it up here guys yeah. okay matt uh sure so yeah, I mean, so when do we have the next one? You want to like, look? Do we have it in a couple months, or you want to look at the calendar? We go on a four-year plan, so once every four years. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. So traditionally, like, I guess this kind of stuff. Pull it up, Bob. This, this kind of stuff, you know. You see it? Yeah. Like, I, I guess. I guess accessories would be, you know, like purses and stuff like that. And Dude, that'd be a great, sure that'd be a great features. job. So does, is this triggering to you or not so much or? No, I mean, I mean the women could be maybe a bit. Right. So maybe it's good that I'll be in the, see the handbag or something. I, yeah. I think I'm pretty, I could, I could take a picture of that. Absolutely. You could definitely take a picture of that, Phil. Come on. Yeah, absolutely. It's like pretty basic. So, uh, as we look for a date for the next one, uh, I I would I would um, offer a little tip on or comment on the the idea of 
all these things that we don't want to uh, photograph, you know, it, it, there's a lot of experience I think that you could get from working for other people and that's, yeah. that's priceless, you know, working for these folks, making less than what you should be making as a freelance person, what you're really getting is all the experience. And I'm not saying 